Welcome to episode seven of A Fork in the Road. Today's guest speaker is Ms. Brittany Anyan, VP Brokerage Operations and People for Property.ca. She manages the day-to-day operations of real estate brokerage and HR for her company, where she manages about 300 or so agents and about 50 employees. Ms. Anyan, welcome to A Fork in the Road. So honored to have you. Thank you for having me. So today we'll start off with some informative questions to give a little insight into your career logistically. Then we'll move on to hearing some advice from Ms. Anyan for listeners who might be interested in her career path or a similar one. And last but not least, we'll head into some more open-ended, quote-unquote, creative questions for listeners who might not be too sure of what course they'd like to take in life, but think your career is a potential one they might be interested in. Sounds good. Okay, let's get started with some informative questions then. So, Miss Anyan, could you tell me a little bit more about your career, perhaps role fulfillment, or what a day in the life on your job looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as you mentioned, I'm VP Brokerage Operations and People for Property.ca, which is a real estate company uh, that's primarily right now in uh, like the GTA. Um, so I manage the day-to-day operations uh, for the brokerage, uh, and I manage sort of like the people side of the company as well. So, you know, human resources, um, you know, just sort of trying to build the culture on, um, you know, the, the, at the brokerage. Uh, in terms of like day in the life, so that's, um, it's always a difficult question for me to answer in operations because, <laughs> you know, it's never the same day, day to day. So, um, you know, I'm re- responsible for moving a lot of our strategic initiatives forward, specifically more so on the people side. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm always sort of doing whatever I need to do to ensure that things are run- running smoothly on, on any given day. Um, so, you know, it's always different. Like this week, I'm you know, working on finalizing the details of our, like our holiday party that will be coming up um, in December, you know, getting our company engagement surveys ready to go out to, you know, both the employees and to agents just to assess where we're at uh, right now in terms of engagement in the company. And then we're also in the middle of, um, you know, strat planning for 2022. So um, that's sort of what, you know, what I'm working on right now, but it's always, it's always different, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holiday planning. That's definitely a fun one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, holiday fun aside, it does sound that uh, sound like you're juggling a bunch of different things. So on that note, what are some traits um, you think would make someone suitable for your specific career path? Uh, so I think on the operations side, problem solving is a really, really big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. organization is probably an obvious one communication time management Uh, on the people like HR side I'd say uh, probably patience probably you know sympathetic approachable I think those are all uh, really key things to to have as somebody uh, who's in human resources 100% yeah gotta have those people skills Mm -hmm. yeah on the real estate side I have my real estate license. I don't actively, I, I, I don't, you know, like actively sell myself, but I would say, mm-hmm. you know, just having now met so many real estate agents, uh, like obviously drive, commitment, perseverance, those are really, uh, really critical things as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm, 100%. 
Yeah. So um, this is also a little bit more open-ended. So what would you say is your favorite thing about your career and what's something that you find difficult about it? My favorite thing, um, I think, is... So I really love working with people and, and driving change. So I think trying to build and nurture this culture within our company um it has just turned into something that i'm quite passionate about um Mm -hmm. i also think um like another you know thing that i really love doing is just project management Mm -hmm. um in terms of what's most difficult um well i think like any job it can be overwhelming at times uh, you spoke to workload earlier as well like you know there are times where you know, the workload, it's, it's always quite busy. I'm always quite busy, but, um, you know, some days it's easier to leave work at work and some days that's harder. So, um, I would say that's probably the most, the most difficult thing. Right. So a lot of, sometimes it can get a little bit overwhelming as in any job, I'm sure. So then, um, to what extent would you attribute your overall happiness in your career to how much passion you have for it? Um, I would say that it's it's probably I would say it's a pretty big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know I'm pretty passionate about what I do um, day to day, and I think like as I mentioned, creating and building like a culture that people want to be a part of uh, because that is really fulfilling for me that I I just I think I'm just you know happy like in in my life that I get to spend you know majority of you you spend majority of your time working so to love what you're doing um, I think that 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 they are very much tied together Mm -hmm. yeah that definitely makes a lot of sense because as you become an adult right eventually I mean I'm not there yet but <laughs> it's how would it would you say it's like seven eight hours of your life maybe even more as you seven eight hours of oh of okay life. that was kind of badly worded but um <laughs> would you say like every day you spend seven to eight hours like actively um not necessarily like out at the office um, on the job but also just like thinking about ideas for like those holiday activities or like thinking about how you can put together those like community engagement things yeah I think it's probably uh, for me personally it's probably more um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably yeah I think uh, I mean it's you know it would be different day to day but generally probably I don't know eight to ten hours of the day is spent working or thinking about wow. working yeah so it's a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's definitely a big chunk of your time so listen yeah, exactly. so you might want to like it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah okay so um now i think we can move into some maybe advice or guidance questions sure um so how did you know which career um or life path was right for you Um, So I honestly didn't know until I sort of ended up in operations and Mm. sort of, you know, I just got really fortunate with the, you know, with the opportunity I got, I joined this company when it was sort of 
starting as this like tech startup. And so being one of the first employees there um, and working in so many different areas when we, you know, were so small and really trying to, you know, take off. I think I just had this opportunity to be in the environment and learning what it is that I specifically that I loved doing. Um, and so it was really just as I started working, uh, like within a company that I, you know, I, I liked real estate. And so that was just an obvious fit. But in terms of like learning specifically how I liked working um, within operations, that just sort of came to me as I started working. Um, I, I wasn't, it, it, for me, I wasn't one of those people that, you know, always knew what exactly it was that, that I wanted to do. So it, for me, it was just by actual experience. Mm-hmm. And where you are today shows that that's completely okay. Like it's okay to not be sure of what yeah, you want exactly. to do, right? And just like step into that as time comes. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so I'm wondering, um, was there something, so I think you mentioned that you were more into the operations side before you really got into the real estate part of it. So was there something, um, was there a particular incident, activity, or event that made you interested in operations? Was it like a club you did in high school or maybe some sort of conference you went to, maybe even a book you read? Uh, no, I think it was just like, like I said, I, I, um, I did have, the interest in real estate like I think most of the you know not most people but a mm-hmm. lot of interest in real estate even if um you're not, you know even if you don't work in it uh-huh. um, and so I just had this opportunity to join this company as it was forming and um and then just getting to work in so many different areas within the company and learn more about real estate um, and then as we grew and the employee side of the business grew because it was always uh, primarily real estate agents or independent contractors. Um, and we, you know, as we grew, we were able to hire more and more employees. So I just naturally took to the people side of the company as we mm-hmm. started to grow. Um, just because I, I sort of became like a voice for the employees. People trusted me and shared how they were feeling with me. And I genuinely wanted to improve the employee experience for everybody. And so I just sort of naturally fell into this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think by just like a culmination of events, like just how everything sort of just played out as we grew. Absolutely. So, um, I know you said there wasn't like a specific event um, that necessarily drew you into either operations or real estate. It was just kind of an interest that always persisted. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm wondering, um, which extracurriculars did you do in high school or now looking back in hindsight, you would suggest for someone looking to get into the real estate field or getting uh, to get into operations? So for me, I think I, I was always interested in real estate, like I said, and, and mm-hmm. what was happening in the market. So it was something that I was always um, sort of in tune with even before I worked in it. Mm-hmm. And just like sort of learning about trends and learning about different neighborhoods uh, when I moved downtown. And then I became particularly interested in loft buildings in the city. So I started oh. to learn about loft buildings as well. So there was just the, just that interest there that really you know, I sort of 
just took it upon myself to continue just learning more and more about it. Um, in terms of like advice for things that, um, you know, students could do, if you're interested, I think in the real estate side, I think that that's a big thing. It, it gives you a big uh, leg up to just have that knowledge about the market before getting into it. Um, but anything like learning about sales or marketing, I think is, is super helpful. Um, I always think like volunteering for, uh, like just vo volunteering is great the mm -hmm. volunteering that's related to the, you know, the field that you're trying to get into right. is probably the best thing that you can do to just develop your skill set. So, um, that's probably what I would, I would suggest. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but back to the loft thing. Do you want to tell everyone about perhaps your favorite loft, uh, loft that maybe you saw in your research or maybe you've even um would the term with the correct term be like toured not toured probably like showed or saw yeah so i i have always loved the the tip top locks mm -hmm. um and so that's on it's like lakeshore west it's down towards like um what was molson amphitheater which is now i think renamed to something else but it's right by there and, and for some reason I've just always loved the the look of that that loft building from the uh -huh. outside with like the fountain as you approach it it's just stunning and then you know once I got to know the building and learn you know about the units inside of that building they're they're just as just as stunning as the outside so that one I'm always particularly drawn to that I always thought that I would live there one day I don't know that that will happen for me now <laughs> but it would be cool it would be cool yeah maybe someday is it back yeah. down by the lake it is yeah it's it's in a really nice uh, spot oh that sounds gorgeous yeah that water view must be mm -hmm. great exactly yeah mm -hmm. so speaking of getting sidetracked um <laughs> in your journey kind of it can this can be at, at any point in your life like even in high school, in college, um, any post-secondary, or maybe even towards like towards now, how did you make sure you didn't get like sidetracked or distracted from your goal of kind of like operations and real estate? Um, you know, I think I'm naturally a very driven person. If mm -hmm. I have a goal in mind, it's very hard for me to get to get distracted i mean mm -hmm. i can i can procrastinate but i will always i always sort of have that like that goal in mind and, that's and very impressive i know not a lot of people could do that like it's very especially in our like nowadays you know with like social media and everything like this instant gratification it's so very easy to like get to deviate from like you know the thing that you're really it's a good point it's a good point i i i can see how it would become more and more difficult with <laughs> the current generation for sure um i think probably just you know check I, I would say probably like check in with yourself daily just to remind yourself what it is that you're you know mm -hmm. trying to achieve and then asking yourself if there's anything that's getting in the way of that like i, I personally you know through COVID um especially have gotten into like meditation and doing things like that so mm -hmm. I think if you're sort of like setting out the time daily to just have those check-ins with yourself just to um see if if there's anything that you can be you know doing or giving up that might be distracting you from like the end goal 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Me and TikTok, and I'm sure a lot of people. <laughs> exactly. That's one thing that I'm just trying so hard to avoid because I know that that's, that sounds like the biggest um, the biggest hole that you can fall into. People who are on there, they I, I just know that, that you can sort of spend so much time on there each day just scrolling through all the videos. And they are, I've seen them that are, you know, pretty funny, so I get it. And I, <laughs> I just know it, I have to stay off it. Yeah. It's definitely easy to spiral there, you know, <laughs> down the rabbit hole you go and exactly. all of a sudden it's 2 a.m. and <laughs> none of your homework is done. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm sure a lot of parents would not approve of so much time spent on TikTok. So um, as someone who has, this is not related to TikTok, but as someone who has already you know gone through like this process of like finding and like doing a job what would you suggest for someone to do um if their parents don't approve of their career path oh it's 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 tricky i mean i like personally i would say that if you're passionate about something if you're passionate about the career that you want to get into then you you have to do it anyway mm-hmm. um, I think when your parents you know can ultimately see that drive and that passion from you in you doing what it is that you're doing then eventually they will understand even if it wasn't their first choice for you um, I think it's hard to sort of deny once you see somebody's passion um, to, to not want that for them Mm-hmm. Especially if, if, you know, especially your parents. I think, you know, I'm sure it can be, it, 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 I'm sure it would be difficult if uh, to, you know, to to not necessarily approve or to want something different for, mm-hmm. for your child. But, um, you know, I think ultimately every parent wants their child um, to be happy. So um, Absolutely. I think, I think Absolutely. like we mentioned earlier, just the amount of the amount of time in your life that is spent working Mm-hmm. Um, you have you have to be passionate about it right that's definitely yeah. true like even for me as a high schooler you know I wish I could spend all my time at school just taking courses that I really enjoy so I yeah, can't imagine yeah, yeah. how that would reflect when like you're an adult and your whole exactly. life is literally like a big chunk of it is centric around that job, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now let's move on to maybe some creative questions for watchers who, listeners, who are perhaps less sure of their general path, um, just to see kind of what might line up with them. And maybe they'll be like, oh yeah, maybe I should consider real estate. <laughs> um, so obviously these are definitely more open-ended. Um, the questions are, very general so answer them as you see fit yeah so first off what types of things do friends or family usually seek you out for uh i would say probably advice both (laughs) both professional and personal Mm -hmm. um i think that that's what people usually seek me out for Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's definitely a good sign. You know, people feel that they can rely on your advice, and that yeah, I like to keep it real. So I think <laughs> I think that's that's probably helpful. 
Mm-hmm. Keep being an honest. Like sometimes yeah, exactly. it's better to hear like that genuine thing as opposed to like a pre-packaged, maybe like nicer version of it that exactly. really helped them, right? Exactly. I'm not the person to go to for that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think, and I think some people prefer that for sure. Yeah. Um, so what is, again, very open-ended. So what is one thing that you would do for zero compensation? Um, like as a, as a job, like what's, um, so yeah, so, uh, it could really be anything. Like it could be in any aspect of your, like it could be like in an activity you do, hobby or in your job. Okay. So I love event planning. Um, Mm. it's a part of the job that I, you know, in my current role, I get to plan, um, like five or six events throughout the year and that's always like a really exciting time for me I really really love that um and then just personally I just love to throw you know like any anything can be an event so um I just really love details and so that's that I would say that that's probably something that I would I would do for zero compensation mm-hmm. so we know that Brittany hosts a mad party <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that definitely sounds very exciting. And to be completely honest, if we're keeping it real, I didn't think that was an aspect that came with kind of this like operations and real estate role because it seems much more like, you know, the immediate impression you get is obviously like houses, condos, and then beyond that, like agents. So that party aspect is definitely very fun sounding. Might, um, sound like yeah I might get into real estate just for the fun <laughs> yeah so we plan like um there's like a sales trip that happens for like the top the top producers on the the agent side so there's like a competition that happens all year so there's the sales trip and then we have like a couple of um like uh you know social barbecues in the summertime mm-hmm. and uh we actually throw like a pretty cool Halloween party and oh. holiday party as well. So yeah, there's there's some events that we were known to host. Uh-huh. That <laughs> yeah. sounds so fun. And I read like a lot of different studies and articles about how like um, the company vibe or like the company culture is essential in company pro- uh, like employee productivity too. So it is. And and that's why I'm so passionate about it. Honestly, I um, I think it's I think like the culture will keep a lot of people it keeps it will keep employees there for sure if they if it fits with with what they you know with their values and Mm -hmm. and what they believe in um and they like it 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 will just it it just keeps it it will keep employees there longer and it will keep them engaged and I I find that fascinating Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't match with them that just means they're missing out on some lit parties so that's on them um um, so it definitely sounds like you are very passionate about um your job about like both real estate and operations but what is something um perhaps outside of your job that makes you lose track of time entirely like something that makes you forget to eat forget to look at the clock maybe even forget to sleep at times again this could be your job um, but it also could be something outside of it. Um, so I would never forget to eat. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing in this world, uh, that would have me forget to eat, but that is a very um, good mindset. 
I can I can get lost in many many things. I am known to spiral, but um, <laughs> I I love um, I love crafting and I love mm-hmm. uh, like puzzles, like jigsaw puzzles. Like oh. I I can very much lose a lot of time in those. Um, like yeah, love those. Uh-huh. Good for you. I personally have um, a attention span that does not um, suit puzzles, <laughs> but that definitely sounds yes. But also keeping your priorities straight, right? Never forgetting to eat. Yeah, like never, never mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so this is also a little bit more niche, but what would you say was? your favorite childhood activity and by childhood I don't necessarily mean like as a five-year-old like this could be like you as like 13 14 15 kind of that time um I would say at that time I was starting to go to a lot of um like a lot of shows like a lot of concerts mm-hmm. um, that was like the thing that I was I mean, I still am, but at, mm-hmm. at that time, especially, I, that was probably the thing I was you know, most passionate about, the thing that I, I like lived for. So mm-hmm. I was, I would go to them like, you know, I don't even know how often, but pretty often I was sort of always attending some sort of oh, wow. concert. Yeah. So I think that that's probably it. I think, you know, also, um, at that time, like just, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure a bunch of weird things with my friends <laughs> that, that that's what's sort of standing out to me mm-hmm. yeah the, that time in my life that was like um the thing that I look back on and have the most mm-hmm. fond memories of but lucky for you as well um for example like obviously COVID has been very restrictive on um concerts but also like Harry Styles recently con- canceled his um the Canada leg of his tour so now, you know, me and my friends are stuck here watching all our American friends go to his shows um, and not be able to see Harry in person, which is very tragic. <laughs> Devastating. So... <laughs> yeah, I'm very sorry that that happened. <laughs> um, I'm actually waiting for, um, I, I have Lady Gaga tickets for the Chromatica tour. <gasps> no and way. luckily, we're so uh, Toronto is the only Canadian like it's the only date uh, outside of the US oh so it got postponed last year to this August and then when this August came I kind of thought the same thing that happened to you was going to happen I thought oh we're the only you know non-US date they're just mm-hmm. going to cancel us because why you know reschedule the whole thing but she actually rescheduled the whole thing so I was yeah. thrilled because I was I would have I, I totally know your pain I would have been devastated if that had happened. So I'm would have been a pretty tragic. <laughs> so is Lady Gaga, did it happen in August or is it rescheduled? No, she postponed again. So now oh, I think okay. it's sometime, I mean, who knows? I actually don't even remember if they set a date. I think it might be next year though. But mm-hmm. um, no, I got got very lucky because I, I was feeling like it might have gone um, the way of Harry Styles. <laughs> right. Okay. Praying for you. Fingers crossed that that <laughs> Lady Gaga pulls through and yeah. she comes to... Toronto. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> circling back to um, this idea of like passion and career, mm-hmm. our final question for you today is in your own words, please define what passion means for you. Oh, that one's uh, that's tricky. Fun. I, I think um, 
what passion means for me, I think, you know, just truly, you know, really and truly loving what it is that you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that doesn't even have to mean just, you know, at, in a job, it can be, you know, anything if it's, um, yeah, like any activity that you just, you know, find yourself getting lost in and just loving like every second of what it is that you're doing, then I would say that that's, um, that's what passion is. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So um, I think, well, definitely need good time management to go into real estate operations. So I might have to work on how much time I'm spending on TikTok before I consider <laughs> a career in your field. Um, but like I said earlier, like all this planning, um, party planning has got me really excited. Like that sounds very appealing. I know it, it is. Uh, it is definitely like my favorite. Um, it, it's the thing that uh, I like most. It's the thing that, you know, speaking to the zero compensation thing, it's just um, I would I would do it for free a hundred percent if if they sort of said this will no longer be part of your role I would still offer to do it in my spare <laughs> time because it's just uh, so much fun I just mm-hmm. love like you know planning uh, like every you know small details and mm-hmm. yeah that does sound really fun and overall like I incredibly admire your drive and dedication and like we said earlier like not a lot of people can like you know, just on their own, get not sidetracked, not sidetracked, especially with the way our society kind of is set up for this system of like instant gratification. And that's what we're accustomed to. That's what we want. No, thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> of course. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. You're listening to A Fork in the Road, Episode 7, Passion and Career. It doesn't always need to be a trade-off.